One of the most important conversations that I have with service-based business owners is what are you doing to retain clients? We've heard the expression, working harder, not smarter. And yet I see so many business owners focused on the new client growth that they're leaving a huge opportunity behind with their existing and past clients. And that's why I'm super excited today on Amplify Your Marketing Message. We're going to be sitting down to talk about what is the simplest way to increase client retention, referrals, and repeat business. And today we have an incredible guest joining us. Super excited to have her today. Please give a very warm welcome to Deborah Myers. She is someone who's going to help illuminate and change the way you think about client growth in your business. Deborah, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am so happy to be here. And this is something that I'm passionate about. I know. We actually got connected. The guys talk about the power of the network. We got connected by someone else who is a client of mine, who's also a great friend of mine and who has been featured here on the show. And I want to talk about what is the big gap? Like how many percentage, what's the storyline of how many people walk away from businesses? It's shocking. And you told me this and it blew my mind, which I said, you got to come talk to me. Tell us what this is really all about. How expensive is it to lose business? Well, the first the first thing I when I'm talking to people about retention, people want to feel valued, people want to feel appreciated. And I don't care if it's in a personal relationship, your family, or as a customer of a business, but 68% of people stop doing business with a company because they don't feel valued or appreciated. And when you, you think about that, and you know, now it's not. 68% of your customers all at once leave, but still a percentage, a high percentage of people leave because they, uh, because they don't feel that you as the business owner or you as the business appreciate them as customers, as people, and for them spending their money with you. Like this is huge. Like, and I think it, it you know, when I hear it, it, it disrupts me. It makes me think, what am I doing in my business? And I hope it's doing that for everyone who's listening to our show today, because this is something that I think we just lose sight of. How are you intentionally valuing your clients? How are you showing appreciation? And what, I want to ask your opinion, because you do this as a profession and you guide people mm -hmm. on this, what does it take to feel appreciated? Or what are some of the things that we can do to show, first and foremost, that we care? And we appreciate and value some well, business with. So the first thing is listen and pay attention to your, your customers. And what I mean by listening is that when you have a conversation and outside of the business part of your um of you know your conversation, people will tell you so much about themselves without really realizing how much they tell you. So for instance. You're talking to your customer and they say, oh, last weekend I you know, took my two kids to, to the amusement park. All right, right there, two kids. So the next time that you talk to that customer, ask them how his, kids, his or her kids are doing. That easy, 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 but it shows to your customer that you paid attention that you heard what he or she said, and that you are now asking them about something that's important in their lives. And it's not business related. 
And so it can be very small things like that, that will make a huge impact. When, when you talk about appreciation, most people immediately think, oh, I have to send a gift. Mm -hmm. And no, I mean, yes, that's something you can do, but it's the smaller gestures, the smallest things that sometimes have the biggest impact, because as I said before, it shows that you are listening and paying attention to your customer. And that's what we all like. When, you know, remember, I remember when I was working in a major, you know, in a major corporation and the CEO stopped by and caught, said, hello, you know, Deborah, how are you doing today? Wow. I was like, he knows who I am. And that is exactly what our customers want. They want to know that you know them as a person. And I think this is sometimes easier than we think, but we forget to, I think many times slow down to recognize these pieces are gold nuggets. And I, I know it reminds me of my mother and so bless her because my mother is Emily Post. And if you're an older generation, you'll know who that is, but she's someone who is like handwritten cards paying attention. If your clients have big milestones, whether it's an event that they were going to, whether it is a major milestone in their business, like a business yep. anniversary, you know, this gold mine, you don't need to necessarily execute it when the moment you hear it, but you do need to track it because it yes. is one of the best ways to feel seen. And that's why when, when I started my corporate career in my business briefcase, I always kept a stack of handwritten cards. And if I was particularly going to on-site client meetings, which I used to do a lot of, on my way home on the plane, I was writing handwritten cards. And when I came into town, I was always asking, what would you like to do this evening? And sometimes it was like, you know, my kids have an open house and I know you're my boss, but, you know, I want to go see my kids' artwork. And then they're like, do you want to come? And like, I've been to kindergarten classrooms with people to go see their kids showcase their work in art. You've got to listen to what matters. And yeah. I think sometimes one of the things we get wrong is we do the motions and not the things that really recognize saying, you, you heard that? I want to talk about something you just said, and that's the expectation of, well, I must send a Christmas card or I must send a gift or I must do something. Um, what would you be mentoring people to do instead? Because I think sometimes that feels like a must do and it lands flat. How could we change the conversation? Sure. So um, again, listening. So here's a, one example that um, I've used. So I was having a conversation with a, a client and in the course of the conversation in an offhanded remark, he said to me that he was a, a huge Star Wars fan. And so fast forward five or six months later, I was on an on a Zoom call and somebody had a virtual Star Wars background. And so I said to the person, oh, where did you get that? And she said, oh, I downloaded it. I will send you the link. So I took the link and then put it in an email and wrote to my client, I know you're a huge Star Wars fan. If you want to change the background sometime, you may want to use this virtual background. And <clears throat> excuse me, he wrote back, in an hour or so later. And he's like, OMG, these are so fantastic. I can't wait to use them. So completely unexpected, but as we, we were just saying, it was a piece, a, a golden nugget that I had written down so that when the opportunity comes up, it wasn't forced. It wasn't like, I have to do something. It was, oh, I know my client will appreciate this, will like this. And I 
took it. So the, and I have another example right now where I just signed a new client and she told me in a conversation that she used to live here in the Bay area and she misses, she's now lives in Wisconsin and she misses Pete's coffee. So this weekend I was at Pete's coffee. I bought a pound of coffee and I just put it, you know, wrapped it up for her and wrote a small note saying, um, I know this is something you miss. Hopefully this will bring back some memories and, you know, put it in the mail. So the key is, yeah, people feel like obligated, like at the end of the year, oh, I have to do something, but it's the sporadic or it's the unexpected when something feels natural to do it, then it happens. But once we start putting the pressure on ourselves, that's when you're like, it becomes overwhelming and people go, oh, I just don't have time to do this. And it gets all pushed off to the, to the side and never gets done. And I think there's an interesting point here, and I'm going to take us slightly sideways. And it's mm-hmm. this: this is great when it is unexpected, and yet it doesn't have to be you because you actually help businesses find things like this. Right. Exactly. You recognize many people said, "I love the idea. I truly do care about my clients. I have to be the one listening, but I don't want to be the one shopping." Right. And so you actually have a business built around actually being the person to coordinate some of the back end deals. Is that correct? Absolutely. And and when I started thinking about what kind of service I could offer, that was the comment that came back to me most often was, one, I know how important this is. I know this is something that I, you know, should be doing, but I don't have the time. I don't have the creativity. uh, I don't have the bandwidth to do that. And if you would take that from me, then yes, you know, I could, I could then be more appreciative and show my clients that I do care. So the answer is yes, but the key goes back to cultivating that relationship and getting to know your customer or client, because I can't help you. If you can't Tell me about the person because the key when whatever you do, however small or however big, the key is it is meaningful to your customer, not to you, but to your customer. And the only way that we can do that is by you getting to know your customers and digging out those little nuggets that they may think are just offhanded remarks, but will be the pieces that we would use then to find that gift or to find that article or to find that book that would then show that you heard your customer and that you, you know, we've taken the action so that you, they are now, you know, showing that customer how much they value them. I think it's absolutely an awesome service. I'm going to invite you uh, in a few minutes to certainly find uh, Deborah and talk to her about that. But here's one of the things I want to say, because this has got to be my biggest bugbear of the world of corporate and the world of gifting. One is the expectation that I do it because I have to. None of that feels good from an energetic point of view. And the second thing is company swag is Ugh. not a thank you gift. Okay. Yes. I'm going to have to say this because there's nothing more irritating than you have been in here for X number of years, or, you know, this is, that's a marketing spend. Please do that. That's important, but it is not a thank you gift. A that's thank exactly you gift, right. the company logo is never really appreciated. And it feels like, gee, you shouldn't have. And I mean that generally, please, gee, you shouldn't have. 
not a value at all. So I do want to just say that because it is a huge soapbox for me. Company swag is not a gift. Right. So the, what I tell my, my clients is you have to make a decision. You're either promoting your business or you're saying thank you, but you cannot do both with the same gift. And I can almost guarantee, and that company swag, I know, cause I've worked for the, you know, for big companies is not inexpensive, but I can guarantee you that unless your customer also works for the same company, that they're going to take whatever you give. And I don't care if it's a t-shirt or a hat or a coach wallet with your logo on it, that your customer is going to take it and either give it away, throw it away, or stuff it in a drawer or a closet. And it's not doing anything that you think that you thought that it was going to do. Or we're trying to find a way to replace the logo with something else, exactly. which is absolutely a backfire. So yeah. I'm curious because I, I 100% believe that. And sorry, I just had to take that tangent because yeah. I feel so strongly about it. But I want to talk about, you know, if 68% of the people leave because they don't feel valued, not in a moment, but at over a period of time, there mm -hmm. are huge consequences yes. to not retaining and caring. And I do think I, you hear it from this platform a lot. And you hear it from me as a mentor. Caring, honestly, needs to come back in a fashion. It is the biggest difference maker in the business. And it is what continues to be why people choose to stay with you or search elsewhere. So right. let's talk about the consequences when you don't care and don't show appreciation. And simple, I saw this, I thought of you. This might make you chuckle. This I thought of uh, just wanting to show you, uh, you were in my thoughts. What mm -hmm. is the consequence to businesses if they fail to pay attention? So the first, so of course, the first thing is that when somebody, you know, leaves, they, the revenue in the immediate year is, you know, is lost. But what most businesses don't realize is, of course, there, or don't think about, I should say, is the revenue in future years that mm -hmm. is lost. And statistics show that customers spend 67% more with a company in years and in, in months 31 to 36 than they do zero to six. So if your customers are always in that zero to six, there's no, there's no growth there because you are, you are constantly at the, at the same level in terms of revenue. And you have also missed out on vetted referrals. So if this customer was going to make a referral for you, that referral would be somebody who already knows you because your customer has told them about you. They know about your products and services, and they're already to the point of liking you. So what you have left is building the trust with that, uh, with that referral versus starting with a lead where you have to start with getting to them getting to know you, them getting to like you and then getting them to trust. So it's losing the, the potential of referrals and the additional cost. It continues to cost in terms of marketing because you market to uh, new leads differently than you market to your existing customers or as I said, vetted customers. So costs stay, you know, go continue to go up. Revenue stays stagnant, stagnant, and you're always seem to be in, you know, out there looking for that, that new, that new customer. 
I think this ROI thing, and I'm so glad you talked about future revenue, not just the immediate, because, you know, when I'm looking with who I work with, which is service-based businesses, it is about the long-term. And mm -hmm. I said, you know, my goal is not to make you dependent on me. My goal is to help you recognize that I will have long-term value as a thinking partner for you. And what happens, I see it every year in my business, is people say, I am referring more people to you from a collaborative point of view, from a, I wish I had that at the early stage, looking back over our journey of value. This I didn't appreciate, but I know somebody who could really use that. And now I can see the need even greater. And all of this is more fun. Like, I just want to say that. Like, <laughs> let's talk the money for sure, because money is what we're here, of course, to measure is one of the metrics. But it's also fun because when you choose who you play with, and it is a relationship that, you know, is business first and friendship as an integral part. It comes back to why do I stay? Right. I feel cared for. And I think this is such a beautiful thing. And that's why it was so important to me to have this conversation. And I know one of the most important thank yous I got in my business journey, and it was many years ago now, and it's actually something I still publish on my website, was a written card that I received from someone I informally mentored and said, you set the gold standard for caring for people. You respond to my phone calls. You never hide from a fire. And guess what? I now write handwritten thank you cards to my people. And I do it all the time to show appreciation. And you taught me that. And this is a person who is, you know, 20 years my junior, just starting into a full ownership role. And mm -hmm. I just think to myself, I feel warm and fuzzy about that. It wasn't curated. It is a byproduct. And yet I keep that letter and I keep that comment. And it reminds me, show up to care. Right. Well, and she, I'm assuming it's a she. Not she, a she. It's actually oh, a man. Okay. How fascinating he, is that? Yeah. He will be ahead of his competition because, mm -hmm. you know, as I said at the beginning, everybody, whether it's, you know, personal, family, friends, business wants to feel appreciated and when you do you want to stay with that with that person with that company with that you know with you know those friends because that's that's what matters to us mm -hmm. really does and it is that simple and you know one of the biggest tenements of what I stand for is elegantly simple and that's what this is all about. So I want to ask you, you know, as we, as we wrap today, because this is such an important thing for me to hear and for our audience to hear, what's working for you? How do you amplify your business and how do you continue to build momentum today? Well, it's uh, I, number one, listening and uh, taking notes. I'm always, you know, listening for those little pieces of uh, golden you know, nuggets of information. And it's the handwritten notes. It's the saying to people, thank you. It's, as I said earlier, when I find, you know, when they tell me they're going on vacation or that they, you know, they've, um, you know, something about their family. It's the first thing I ask about the next time I talk to them. Well, how was your vacation? Or how's your, you know, how's your parents doing? Or, and be, and as I said before, it's those little things that people always come back to me and say, wow, thank you. So I really appreciate you asking. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. uh, so those are the things that that are important to me. And that's how I amplify my business. 
I absolutely love it. Deborah, how do people find you both from an observation point of view? And if they want somebody to help them find those perfect thank yous and appreciation gifts, how do they reach out and contact you? So uh, they can follow me. So I will say, right, I'm doing a special challenge um, right now. I don't know if um, you ever saw the movie Julie and, and Julia, mm -hmm. where she, she did 365 days of cooking um, Julia child's recipes. So I started yesterday was my, I announced it and then today I've already posted. So every day for 365 days, I am going to write a post about how I have shown a client, a prospect, a friend, uh, how much I value and appreciate them. And I will explain why I chose the gift, why I chose the note, why, you know, what I did. So they can go to my Facebook, to the Virtual Art Facebook page to follow that. They can find me on LinkedIn, Deborah.e.myers, LinkedIn. And of course, they can send me an email directly at dmyers at virtuart.com. Okay, I gotta say, I love this challenge. I'm definitely gonna be following along in a challenge myself to be present and to keep my listening ears on. Deborah, it's been absolutely fantastic to have you as our guest. Guys, this is Amplify Your Marketing Message. We're talking about how the simple ways you can do to show you care so that you can retain more clients, gain more referrals, have that repeat business, and honestly bring the fun back and the caring back to your business. It has been our pleasure. Please subscribe for future episodes. And Deborah, I hope you have great success on your challenge. I can't wait to follow along. Everyone Thank all, you. we'll see you soon. Take care. All right. Thank you so much. It's been fantastic.